everyone. You found my real estate podcast, Real Estate Chat with Nat. I'm Nat. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to be talking all things real estate. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned investor and you're looking to buy real estate, whether you're looking to sell real estate or you're a realtor looking to get into the business, we're going to be covering it all. I can't tell you how many times I've had people ask me what it's like to be a realtor, so I decided to share it on a larger platform. Also, if you're a first-time home buyer or someone looking to sell a property, we are going to be offering really important information that you need to know before even beginning the process. I went from zero experience in real estate to being an award-winning agent in one year. I now invest in properties, help people buy and sell millions of dollars in real estate each year. I've managed two real estate brokerages with over 50 agents, and I'm proudly in the Remax Hall of Fame. So hopefully I can share my experiences with you and help you become a more savvy real estate investor or a more prepared agent. First, I want to tell you a little bit about myself, both professionally and personally. I graduated from York University, and I chose York University because of their acting conservatory and I managed to get into a program that only accepts 14 people. A few years later, I decided to leave the program and pursue a degree in psychology and women's studies. Now this combination of studies really enforced how important independence was. At this time, I thought I wanted to apply to law school, so I started studying for the LSAT while also applying to jobs. Lo and behold, I was hired by a not-for-profit, I think by sheer luck. I began meeting notable figures right away in politics, taking trips to see ambassadors, members of parliament. It was honestly amazing. But there was a catch, as there is with a lot of good things. They couldn't quite pay me. Although they had offered me a salary, the funding took more organization than what the president was able to do. So I worked for over a year without being paid. I knew that the connections that I was building would likely pay off far more than the $40,000 salary that I was offered. So even though everyone else quit, I stayed and I kept working as if I was being paid. Thanks to my parents, I was able to live at home and have very little overhead. I began applying to jobs while still working for the not-for-profit because I realized that my financial needs would likely change eventually. And I landed a position in Ottawa with the Prime Minister of Canada. I was beyond elated. This experience required me to leave my very comfortable and happy life with my parents and live alone. I began working in a demanding environment, working long hours in high-pressure situations. I loved it, and I was thriving. But I knew that I needed to build a career closer to my family because anything further away from them would inevitably be temporary. So after a few years in Ottawa, I met the Consul General of Israel to Toronto, as well as the CEO of a large media company in Toronto. We all got along extremely well and built professional friendships with all of them. A few months later, I would be receiving a phone call that would really change my life. I was offered the position of Director of Communications for the Consulate General of Israel in Toronto. I packed my bags and I moved much closer to my family. 
Now, this career move changed my life. I had no idea what to expect, and it was a busy, exciting job. I was introduced to an entirely new culture. My colleagues invited me for Friday night dinners, and I learned way more than any degree could ever teach me. On top of this, I began meeting people in real estate development. I'm talking billionaires that created the landscape of Toronto. We were hosting events with some fabulous leaders in the community and absolutely loved being part of it. Then, one day, after a big event, I received a phone call from one of the more notable people. He wanted to schedule a meeting with me. When I got this call, the world around me froze. Why did he want to meet with me? So I requested a meeting with the Consul General to review a few initiatives and towards the end just slip in that this request had come through. He paused and he looked at me and he asked, why? I said, honestly, I'm not sure why he wants to meet with me. And I asked if I should even go. He thought for a moment and he told me that this man owned thousands of properties in Toronto and owned many other companies. So he highly recommended that I take the meeting. And with that, I confirmed the appointment. It was one of those moments where you felt like something really big was happening, like you were finally on to something. And even though you couldn't quite put your finger on it, I was nervous and excited all at once. I had no clue that this very meeting would essentially change the course of the rest of my life, just not in the ways that I thought. So the day of the meeting came, and I showed up to this big warehouse where he'd had his office. The security officer let me up, and I entered a large but beautiful office. First, you know, we made a little small talk, and then he looked at me and he said, do you know why you're here? And I was like, nope, no, I don't. And he said, you're not Jewish. I said, no, I'm not. He said, you're not Israeli. I said, no, I'm not. But you work for my country. I said, yes, I do. And then he said that he needed more people in his community with diverse backgrounds. He needed to have more people take on communication roles. And he appreciated everything that I was doing for the Jewish community to develop relationships with other communities. I was really flattered. I thought it was so nice. This man just wanted to say thank you. But then, over the course of our three-hour meeting, he looked at me and he said, you know you can make a lot more money, right? He got my attention. I asked him how. He said through real estate. I thought about it for a moment, and I thought about my own childhood. My dad had been a realtor and a judge, and when he wasn't a judge, he was a realtor. He made a lot of money. He was the number one real estate agent in his market, but we didn't have the opportunity to see him a lot when he was working. And when we did see him, he was very stressed out. Because of this, I had a negative view of what being a realtor was all about. I shared some of my concerns with him, and he just looked at me and he said, get your license and you won't believe the things I can do for you. 
So as soon as I left, I immediately began the courses. He had offered to pay for them, but I said no. I knew how important it was for me to have my own independence and if I wanted to do something to pay for it myself. Now, this story doesn't quite go according to plan, and we will get into that in future episodes. But I did end up completing my real estate courses, and I worked with him for about a week. Unfortunately, I wasn't quite the right fit for the role that he was casting, so I had to give my resignation, and I'll discuss that a little bit more in the future. The news of me quitting was not received well. Here I was being offered this huge position, but I declined it. And he looked at me and he said, you're never going to make it in this business. And it struck me to my core. But I also knew that that was going to be all the fuel I needed to be successful. Even though I knew I could do it, I was scared. Here I was with a political background and a real estate license in my hand. I was terrified. So I started applying anywhere that I could to avoid having to be a realtor. You have to understand that real estate does not come with a salary. You work for free until a deal comes together. And although I know there was a lot of earning potential, I was happy making my $80,000 a year and working in roles where I felt accomplished and taken care of to a degree. But after application, after application went out, Landing a job wasn't coming as easily as I had hoped. So I remember reading over my cover letters where I talked about how resilient I was and how great of experiences I had and how I don't fail at anything because I work my butt off. And I realized that I needed to take a chance on myself. So I decided to go for it in real estate. Even though every part of my being was shouting, oh God, Please don't do this to us. It took time to realize that in my most uncomfortable and scary moments, I was about to change my life in the most extreme ways. So I went to my mom, who also had her real estate license, and I asked her if she wanted to start a team with me. (laughs) She nervously looked at me and said, Okay, but Natalie, real estate is really challenging. And with that, we stood in silent agreement that we would give this partnership a go. Scared, broken, and afraid that I was leaving behind the political world that I had worked my butt off to get into, I began ordering my real estate signs. Now, flash forward seven years later, my mom and I still work together and we still love each other. I have more than quadrupled my income I am a platinum award-winning agent. I, will, I am in the Remax Hall of Fame. I own two properties and I'm working on my third. I've been a managing broker for the number one Remax office in Canada. And I am married to a supportive, amazing partner. And we have a beautiful son. And I can tell you that no matter how successful I've gotten, family is still number one to me. Over the years, I have learned a lot about real estate and I want to share everything I've learned with my listeners while also encouraging you to accomplish your goals, whatever they may be. This has not been an easy journey, but looking back, I can tell you it has been a rewarding one. 
This is one of the many stories I have from this roller coaster of a ride. Stay with me, hit subscribe, leave me a five-star review, and add some comments. Let me tell you about the lessons I have learned on this exciting journey. I will also be interviewing other incredible agents, influencers, and leaders in the real estate community to hear their tips, tricks, and stories. Thank you so much for staying with me, and I would love to hear from you. So until next time, 